All right, guys, welcome back once again, Six Pack Lapidat. Um, I got uh, Matt Goldsmith, Matt Gary, this is the Canadian and US Open National Coaches here at the IPF Worlds. We're live in Calgary. It's a, the battle's about to take place. Yep. Um, last episode, we just previewed the women's, and now we're gonna preview the men's open and the classic division. Uh, we'll take it, you know, division by division, just like yep. we did last um, last episode. And we also have a special guest that's gonna call in, give us a little bit of an insight into one of the battles that's coming forward. So let's kick it up. I think we could really quickly summarize the 59 kilo is gonna be all Sergey Sergey mm -hmm. Fedoshenko. Um, his lead is gonna be barring anything insane, uh, just insurmountable and um, I think that's pretty much the story there. I don't think we gotta spend too much time on that. What do you guys say? Yeah, I agree. I do like our, uh, just a shout out to our lifter, Matthew Aramoni. Um, that's a light total for him, mm -hmm. and I, I fully anticipate him being in the mix, uh, possibly to push into fourth, maybe even third place, um, with a big deadlift. I mean, at the very least, mm -hmm. I fully anticipate him getting a deadlift medal, mm -hmm. and if he makes his lifts, I think we could surprise some people knocking on the door for the podium there. Because if you'll notice, he's a lot. He's so much younger mm -hmm. than those top three guys. Yeah, wow. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, his rate of adaptation and strength gain is 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 really fast. Speaking of, I mean, he's born in 1997. That's right. So is the Canadian, and that, uh, the American is seventh, the Canadian eighth. Mm -hmm. Again, yeah, I mean, you know what? You're absolutely right. Those are the two youngest right yeah. there, the American and Canadian. Basically, you tune yeah. in, you're looking at the future. Yeah. Now, Sergey yep. Fedoshenko, he is, I mean, he's a, he's a beast. I yep. mean, he's... Yep. he's He's actually running it through. He's like a cutting through like a, a hot knife through butter. But at the same time, he's he can't last forever. Right. You know when you're tuning in watching these, these fellas are 15 years as junior. Mm -hmm. So you can't tell me when these guys are 33 and he's pushing 82. My math might be off, but um, I don't think he's going to be the number one guy anymore. So absolutely, uh, what happens here could really foretell for the future. 66 kilo though, mm -hmm. we do have some battles, don't we, gentlemen? We and we just happen to have, speaking of the, a dominant Russian, Sergey Gladkick at the top nomination, returning yep. world champion. But underneath, once again, U.S. and Canada. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. And it's going to be a battle. Now, that being the case, having U.S. and Canada looking at the podium, I know you fellas have done a little bit of scouting and you mm -hmm. got some ideas on how this thing might take place. Yeah. What are you guys thinking? Six, six kilo men. We got Sergey Gladkick. Charles Okapoko, I don't know what Okapoko. Okapoko, okay. Yep. And Stephen Cassioli. Yep. What are you guys thinking here? And, and you know, it should be discounted. Obviously, the Chinese Taipei, mm -hmm. um, right neck and neck with uh, Cassioli's nomination. When I say neck and neck, literally half a kilo off. Yeah. And then two kilo beyond him, Alexander Kolb uh, Kolbin from yep. Russia. And then three kilo. Oh my God, this is a hell of a. Yeah. Wowzers. <laughs> So from six up, what are we looking at here? Is this literally? Do we? Is this just like the the women's sixty-three kilo? Uh, yes, I agree. I, yeah. I think it's so. Sergey has is the returning champ. Yeah. yeah, he's competed in two raw worlds and he hasn't missed a lift. So he's, he's is that a fun fact? Yeah. Never missed a lift. Eighteen out of eighteen in the wow. past two world championships. Mm -hmm. And so uh, you know, he's he's like a surgeon. And so I, I fully expect him again to come back. And make, you know, use all the bullets in his gun, so to speak. Yeah. And so I, th I think clearly, uh, you're looking at you're gonna have to make nine lifts to win this weight class. Mm -hmm. uh, you're 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 gonna have to. And so, uh, you know, Sergey's clearly the returning champ. 
Yeah. I would defer to him and say he's the he's the front runner. Mm-hmm. I think a lot yeah. of people would expect him to win. I like our guy Charles. He's no stranger to international competition, mm-hmm. having competed equipped at the World Games and equipped at the World Championships. Yeah. Um, he was a little bit dinged at our Raw Nationals and still squatted 250, which is mm. the current world record. Yeah. So I anticipate him, Cassioli, and Gladkick potentially, yeah. the three of them, trading that thing back and forth, Yeah. which I think exactly. is a lot of fun, kind of like we talked about in the 63s. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and uh, yeah, it, I mean, it is going to be so tight up there at the top Yeah. Uh, that, again, I think the lifter who wins the weight class is going to be the one who makes the most attempts. And that, I mean, the, the, I'm glad you opened up with that stat and just carried on like that with the the lifter who wins it is probably the one that goes nine for nine, and damned if Glykick isn't, you know, and I love that. <laughs> that could be his name, Sergey the Surgeon, because he is. He's he thorough is. out there. He doesn't make many mistakes, is he? Nope. Does he? It's, yeah. Um, you know what, but beyond that, though, okay, let's say Glykick is, just because out of respect for a returning champ who just has looked flawless on the international scene, mm-hmm. um, okay, we could say he, he might be a, a favorite that everyone's looking to unseat, fair enough. Mm-hmm. But when you look at from number two to number six, yeah. even look at the difference between six and seven is only five kilo. It looks like literally could be anybody's day to make a rush for the podium, whether a bronze or silver. Um, I mean, you could have a guy who's, once again, could be like second best in the world on any given day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he could be pushed out to sixth. That's and they'd right. be like, wow, well, you're expecting silver. What happened with you? Well, exactly. some guy just had the day of his life, and then <laughs> I missed a lift. And then, you know, like, yeah. it's, and it, it's, you did nothing wrong. It's just that's how tight it is in this battle of 66s. Um, in terms of your scouting, what, do, what were you looking at there, Matt? Were you thinking, again, you probably noticed, yeah, Gladkick. Yeah. I know you also have yeah. your, your major threats. Gladkick's probably yeah. up there. But is there anybody below, Stephen, that you're worried might try to Bump him for that bronze or I silver medal? I think one of our dark horses is Albagetti. Yeah. He's an extremely, right? the guy from France. Yeah. Agreed. Number six. Extremely potent competitor. Yeah. He just pulled that world record in uh, equipped Europe. Yeah. 317. Oh, yeah. watch yeah. those equipped lifters. They sneak yeah. up on you. Yep. He also, lots of times, Albagetti will, will kind of play games with his attempts. And so yeah. I know he did that in Texas. He submitted these fake openers. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I'd done my homework and didn't fall for the, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're in the back laughing, like, yeah, okay, my like, friend. Yeah, those are going to come up. <laughs> so I don't know if he's going to do that again. But yeah. to, to Matt's point, uh, he's, a, he's an exceptional deadlifter, the best deadlifter in the world equipped. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, your boy Clifton Foe, I think, has the world record in Raw. Yes. But uh, And he's lifting earlier in the week. I believe, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. So, I mean, but, yeah, so Hassan is going to have a chance there, mm-hmm. clearly with the big deadlift, to, you know, mm. put something on the bar. He does fall off quite a bit in the bench, though. Yeah. So. Are we thinking, when it comes to deads, I mean, he, if you're worried about somebody snagging a medal from you out of the fire, like, where you think, okay, we're fairly safe, we got the silver, we're fairly safe with this bronze, is that the guy you're probably most worried about looking back, being like, oh, man. He's going to load up for a medal. You know he's going to load up for a medal. It's so much better to get on the podium than fourth. He's got oh, nothing yeah. to lose. For sure. Yeah. And if he's a thoroughbred with a world record deadlift, he expects that of himself. He's not telling himself, well, I'm happy with my fourth place. Yeah. No. Right. no. No, no, no. He's gonna, if it's like, if you go for this bronze, you know, you, you're losing your placings and uh, load it. I don't care. I'll, I'll fall back to eighth place. Right. I'm, yeah. I'll fight for it, right? So, yeah. 
If you're off the podium, who cares where you place? That's, and no no, no disrespect like to anybody who's not making the podium. Yeah. But, but seventh is as good as fourth, especially when you're... If you're fighting for the podium, yes. you might as well fall yeah. back to seventh fighting for it. Exactly. Agreed. Well said. So anybody else you guys are worried about? I'll be getting a good scouting report. Gentlemen, born in 1975. I love it when I see guys like that. Mm -hmm. Guys of my generation. Yeah. Um, anybody else you guys are worried about? What about the second Russian here? Russians... Uh, yes. I mean, he's not far off of like like two kilo yeah. off of, of a podium as well, based on nominations, like two and a half kilo. Like, mm -hmm. what do you think about him? Well, his bench and deadlift numbers, if I've done my homework correctly, are from the Russian Nationals back in February of 2017. Yeah. So we're talking over a year ago. Yeah. yeah. So again, you, you've got to take those kind of with a grain of salt yeah. exactly. and assume that he's put some you know kilos on his on his lifts there. Mm -hmm. So he can definitely be a factor. Um, yeah. It's scary, like, because when people are literally, you have nominations, I mean, if anybody listening, if you're looking at these nominations, Stephen Cassioli in the Chinese Taipei lifter, half a kilo separates from nominations. Yeah. Um, the Chinese Taipei lifter and the Russian Colbin, two kilo separate. Like, this is, this is yeah. nothing. nothing. That's not even a, a difference in, that you load the bar with. Yeah. It's two and a half kilo, you load the bar. Like, literally, the difference between the number five and a third place is, a two and a half kilo jump like this is way tight mm -hmm. how are you guys thinking this is going to shake up in terms of and let's say you guys are expecting like if it's going to be gold silver bronze how, how do you predict it? and this is as tight as you could look at i'm thinking matt you want to go first that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, well played sorry already the coaching staff is already changing yeah this is this is, in my opinion, probably the tightest race that we actually have I in this gotta, meet. Yeah, you know, I gotta agree. Based on how, literally everything, everybody in here is dangerous. Yeah. And that's the problem, is whoever messes up first just pulls himself out of contention. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So out of that, it's just basically coming down, you know, assuming Sergey does his thing. Um, and then we'll see what Charles has put on his total since then and compare the two and then it's just our job as Canada to come in and disrupt that but I think yeah. uh, I think our, our top three are probably going to be our top three with the nominations yeah and if you see an opening uh, to move to advance you take basically basically is you hang, you fight off all these lions and you got a lot of them behind you yes that are nipping at the podium. Yeah. Fight them off the podium, maintain the podium, yeah. and if you see an opportunity to move up, you move up. Exactly. Basically, is that, is that where you guys are kind of thinking like? I agree, and and so at the end of the day also, you have to you have to look at this, you know, there's one day out of the year when you can be an IPF world champion. Yeah. yeah. And so sometimes you have to say, you know what, I'm a premier squatter, but I'm not gonna go for that squat world record. Yeah. I'm gonna take the sure thing, build my total, yeah. and be there at the end. Versus yeah. risking it all just for a squat world record. Yeah, like you can get a squat world record in another internet. Yeah, yeah, go to yeah. yeah that's well said. So it's yeah. like one day out of the year when you can become a world champion. So you yeah. have, you have to put a premium on building your total, making lifts. Yeah. And as Matt said, you're gonna have you're gonna need to use every single bullet in your gun. You're gonna have mm. to have nine attempts at this meet. Um, I like the fact that Charles has got a big deadlift. That that squat is a little bit low for him. Mm -hmm. And if we can kind of hold serve there in the bench press, I, I really like Charles's chances. Um, well, you know what? Let's be honest. I've just gone off these nominations, and Charles is, he's a young man, born in 95, so he clearly can make some big advancements. Mm -hmm. But um, being seven and a half kilo off the returning champ, 
And this is seven. This that's the returning champs numbers that he's never missed. Let's say he finally does. Look, look. Let's say after yeah. three years in a row he yeah. misses a lift. Wow, mm -hmm. seven and a half kilo. Now you're neck and neck. Now you yeah. had a dog fight. Yeah. You know, so one hundred percent. I don't think Charles should be walking in there telling himself, "Well, I should just relegate this." Uh, yeah, let's get the squat world gold. Right. And because I'm a I'm a silver medalist. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. You play your cards right mm -hmm. and make a big push. Um, and, and if Glatkick goes nine for nine, he's hard to bless beat. Bless him. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You did your job. Yeah, you shake his hand. Yeah, you shake his hand. You know, wow, that's a hell of a run. Mm -hmm. uh, three years in a row, never missing a lift, sir. But you got to think, odds are you're going to eventually be human. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So uh, yeah, and uh, I think uh, the scattering reports are were beautiful here, gentlemen. Everybody, take a look at Albigetti from France, and you know what? Even the guy from Mongolia, um, Odin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with a 650 total, it's only 10 kilowatts Stephen Cassioli, and there's a podium. I mean, this is... Mm -hmm. and, and behind him, you got Antti from Finland, who's yeah. a world champion in 2015, was it? Yes. So, I mean, you got... This is this is stacked the division as it gets. Um, and so, the yeah. world record total is going down. <laughs> Probably. It's 600... Yeah. It's, it's 680, and that's going to change. Yeah. So, okay, though. For more sure. than likely. Um, so, moving along, you know what? I don't think this this is... So going from a major dogfight for the world championship, uh, we'll, we, we'll have some dogfights in the 74, but probably not for the world championship, probably for uh, silver and bronze situation. Uh, that's all due respect to everyone else on there, including Connor Lutz, who's Canadian. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, he's probably going to podium. I would hope so. He's a phenomenal lifter. Mm -hmm. But it looks like this is finally going to be Taylor Atwood's year. I mean, look, he put it, it says here 750. Anyone who paid attention to the Arnold Classic, I know mm -hmm. he's slightly over his weight class. What was he, 70? Yeah, he weighed in maybe a kilo up. A kilo? Yeah. Like, uh, nothing. It wasn't much. And he put in, was it 782 and a half? I believe that's Or 785? Was, yeah. I think it might have been 785, which is ridiculous. A 75 kilo. He, just for everyone listening, Russell Orhai, who everybody's really high on right now, he out-totaled Russell Orhai, who's yeah. a division up. That's right. Yeah. So... Um, I think none of these fellas are going to be able to contend with a Taylor Atwood. If Taylor's bringing, if he's bringing 785, mm -hmm. forget about it. Say so he could be in contention to win a weight class up. But if he has a terrible day, let's knock off 35 kilo, and he only gets, he only, quote unquote, gets 750, he's probably still going to take the title. So I think, and Taylor's been chasing this world championship for years now. We had him on the show an amazing guy, and you know what? It's got to be said. He played for the CFL, so I consider him half Canadian, it's half our way as well. <laughs> Let's put that out there. But I think he's more than likely one of the biggest Sherlocks you're going to see in this World Championships. Anybody disagree? Well, you're probably not going to. No, <laughs> sir. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, what, do you, what do you think? I mean, Connor's definitely up there to grab, yeah. a, tie, to grab a medal, but yeah, um, and that's that's a pretty quick. It's a pretty gap that he'd have to put up. No, precisely. Seven eighty-five would be crazy. Yeah. So we're there. We're there to get our podium spot, and yeah. then once we're on that podium spot, then basically kind of see from there. But hey, our, Connor's got a Connor Lutz has got a phenomenal bench on him. Yeah. Huge bench. Yeah. yeah big bencher. Uh, you know, he's a decent puller as well. Yeah. I mean, he's decent all around. That's why he's. He, I would be shocked if um, you know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking if I'm going to pick it, I think Taylor Atwood takes that title. I'm going to mm -hmm. go T Wood. I'm going to say our boy from Canada. Uh, takes a silver and the Japanese lifter takes a bronze, but uh, obviously that's a, like look at uh, just for anyone who doesn't know, second and third place right now both are at seven uh, twenty-two point five kilo total nominations. Anybody that's going to be a hell of a scrap for the for the second. Agreed. Place. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
that's going to be an instance because Yo, uh, Yoshihiro has got the world record in the squat currently. Yeah. Um, Whoa! Know, yeah. Six hundred pound squat for a seventy-two kilo lift. And so he he'll jump to an early lead ahead of Connor, presumably, and yeah. then Connor will get it back. Yeah. He'll make up all that ground in the bench. Yeah. So I mean, Connor's going to be in the running for a bench gold. So that's kind of the game within a game, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. And then a podium finish of you know. Presumably, hopefully, second place for him. Yeah. So yeah, and 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 that's going to be interesting to see how it kind of shakes out in the deadlift because the lead's going to change there. Yoshihiro does have a bigger dead, and if he only has to, I mean, depends on how much they weigh in as well. Mm-hmm. If yep. he's a lighter man, he's only got to match Connor. Yeah. Um. So that's, I mean, that's the one intangible, right? Mm-hmm. If if you're neck and neck, exact same nomination. If this gentleman was a Canadian, I'd if you're neck and neck, same nomination. <laughs> I'd go with the guy who had the bigger dead just because he could chip it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the gentleman is Canadian, so I'm going to be biased. Yes. Now we also have a couple other guys here. Uh, Clinton Lee here, the Singapore guy as well. Are you thinking he's a threat? Is anyone else a threat I'm not seeing here? Well, we have lots of threats. We got a 720 total and then a, a 715, so they're, they're going to be up there. That's that's why. Oh, the nominations are yeah. deceivingly lower, eh? <laughs> Third nomination, just deceivingly lower. Oh, yeah, sorry, I have my adjusted scattered toes. Oh, look at it. That's why you're here, gentlemen. <laughs> See? And, so, and wow, he, they're only two and a half kilo behind? And the Kazakh, Yakov, yeah. he came in third last year. Yes. So I anticipate that he'll be fighting for a podium spot as well, for sure. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, anybody from Kazakhstan, you better watch out. Wowzers. Okay, so we're going to have some battles here, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Well... That looks like it's going to be shaped up to be almost another 66 kilo, only what the obvious difference being, uh, Atwood doesn't look like he's all that vulnerable. Exactly. And those classes, frankly, can be just as fun to watch, because even if you have a person in first who's starting to run away with it, yeah, the, 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 battles, the, the fight yeah. for second and third yeah, it can be vicious. It's glorious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's glorious. Yeah, yeah. So. Well said. Yeah, we've all seen those. Now let's get down to the 83 kilo class. Um, everybody remembers... The 2016 battle between John Hack and Brett Gibbs. Yeah. Um, and it just so happens, Russell Orhai, right now, he's got like 200,000 people following him on Instagram, mm-hmm. won the USAPL Nationals, uh, huge fanfare, um, unofficially broke the squat world record, incidentally, John Hack's world record. Mm-hmm. Um, also, coached by the exact same guy who coached John Hack, yeah. um, being Joey Flex. So here we go all over again. Brent Gibbs is now battling Joey Flex's next big 83-kilo guy that everybody's all hyped on. Yep. And Brent Gibbs has got to be telling himself, not this time. No, <laughs> not, not this, this time. time. Now, Brent Gibbs went to the U.S. to get himself some coaching from Mike T. He did. Okay, a little tip of hat to the Americans. So maybe it's a half a win for uh, America as well there. <laughs> but uh, either way you slice it, we'll take the moral it. victories if it happens, right? For sure. But... Um, what are you guys thinking here? And, well, and it can't be say, um, looked over from Kazakhstan. Yeah. Who won uh, last year. Who won yep. last year and upset Brett Gibbs. Um, and and is, has a crazy deadlift. I think he currently has a deadlift world record. Is 320 still standing, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, Backlund took that. Did he? Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And unofficially, obviously, deadlift panned out. Well, yeah. when he gets the chance, he's going to smash that. For sure. But um, how do we pronounce his name, do we think? Ulan Anuar? Yeah, I believe it's Anwar. Anwar? Okay. Yeah. And then we also have um, the Russian. There's always going to be a Russian in these battles. Yeah. Alexei Kuzmin, who I believe uh, won the world championships a few years back. I think that's right. Um, He's a a few years older than these gentlemen, but I think he won in 2013. I think he won the first Mm -hmm. uh, 
because there's the World Cup, and then, right. and then it's just tested. Oh, it went well, good. Then they made it pure World Championships. I think he won. He's the very first. Um, 83 kilo world champion. Just the tip of the hat. A little respect of the man. Yeah. Placed third last year. Placed third last. So he's still in there. Made all nine lifts. Yeah, yeah. As a wily veteran, would from Russia. So, you see these Russians, man. They don't. They don't make many mistakes. No. Nope. Um, and then obviously Owen Hubbard, Mr. Excitement himself, brings yep. a lot of intensity. He was in that battle uh, that, that I was talking about, the 2016 battle. Came in third. Uh, a little behind the other fellas, but he made yeah. it interesting because he, he brings a lot of fire to exactly. it. Exactly. He he's one of he's one of those characters, kind of like a, a screamer, Manuel, when yeah. he hits that platform, and I love to see it. So, we gave a little introduction on top five. Um, how do you guys think? Because you know what? Let's not look past either the Kazakhstan lifter or the Russian. Nope. Because we can't do that again. We all know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cannot do that again. You know, I would have I would have bet the house Brett Gibbs would have won last year's World Championships, and we know that didn't happen. That's right. Um, so what are you guys thinking here? I think a lot of this is going to come down to Brett's health. So yeah. he recently tore the quad, as most yeah. of us know, um, has been gaining momentum rather rapidly yeah. uh, since the quad tear, and that's exciting to see because I always want to see somebody at their top form. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to see somebody come in dinged. No, uh, that totally ruins about it. Yeah, <laughs> you want everybody's best. And so I think a lot of that's going to come down to uh, to his level of health. Mm -hmm. And I also think that really important is going to be the lifter who makes all three squats. Yeah. So Russell um, recently didn't have his best day at the Arnold. He missed no. his second and third squat. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and so he's capable of, of a big squat, and we know Brett is as well if he's healthy. Yeah. And I, I think it's really going to come down to who makes three squats to continue that momentum. Um, we've seen Brett, you know, at times – miss a third squat or something like that, and then yeah. have to put it on the bar at the end. Yeah. And he struggles when it comes to holding on to things that are in that 315-plus range. Yeah. Um, I think on paper, lots of times, Brett is the lifter with the highest absolute strength. Yes. But we all know that you have to make lifts. Yeah. And so I think it's going to come down to any of these four, honestly. I think any of these four lifters could walk away a world champion. Uh, it's going to come down again to who can make the most attempts with Anwar from Kazakhstan yeah. having that big deadlift yeah. to put on the bar at the end. That's the problem. It's that's the what problem. he did last year. Yeah, that's what he did last if year. If you mess up and you and you look look at Russell Orhai who's got tons of momentum, like you you hit the nail right on the head. US Nationals, he nailed that unofficial world record squat. Everybody's in awe talking about how far can this kid go in terms yeah. of his total and he could go well deep into the eight hundred total kilo based off performances like that. Yep. But fast forward real quick few months to the all classic only gets his opener, and he got a 782 and a half, and that won't might not even get him on a podium. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so he could go from a metal favorite yeah. to not even podium. And you better believe a guy like Ulan from Kazakhstan. Yeah, you open the door like that for him. You're, you you lob a ball down the middle. Yeah. He's gonna hit that out the park every time, just like he did on Brett. Yeah. You know, Brett missed a couple lifts. He's seen his opening and he took it. Yeah. Um. So well said. Russell cannot miss lifts. Now that being said. Russell's got a hell of a coaching staff behind him. He does. Um, and, and I know you guys are well aware. The squat is probably where he's going to make his most ground. He's easily the biggest squatter there, I'm thinking. His Brent's bench is close. Brett's close. Yeah, for sure. Depends on how healthy Brett Depending is. Depending on the day. And, yeah. I, and I know, you know, and Brett's the front runner in the bench, obviously, with the world record bench. But yeah. Russell's made some significant progress on his bench. He really has. It's coming up. Yeah. No, yeah. he's his total could be anywhere from 780 to 810. <laughs> like, he could be anywhere in there. He hit, he's hit a 797 and a half, I think, to date. 
Only two lifters have hit in the 800 plus and 83 kilo. That's John Hack and Brett. I Agreed. Think. Yeah, Brett's yeah. got the current world record at 814. And yeah. um, and John previously was 813. That's right. But I'll tell you what, Russell was 797 and he's been as close to not getting it as you can get. And on any given day, he could easily push. Now the big thing will be he can't. He's got to build his biggest base to leap off of on that on those squats. Yes. Yeah. I mean that's where that's where he's got to really hang his hat. For sure. And if he loses a, if he misses out on a squat, it, do you think is he still in the hunt? Now, he's got a decent dead himself. You know his bench is better, but far below obviously someone like Brett Gibbs, who's just a titan in terms of benching. Right. But it's it's competitive with all the other lifters. It's it's not. Uh, his bench is up there with all the other lifters. Uh, if if Russell misses his third squat, what are we looking at here? Is the door totally swung open? I think the door does open. I mm -hmm. think there's there's significant amount of pressure on Russell to make that third squat. You know, and we talk about it all the time. It's like playing the Price is Right game show, yeah. where you want to name as close to the number as you can without going over. You tip over. That's what people watch. They're like, yeah. Well, if he's going to win a squat, why doesn't he just load up? But a bone like six seventy. It's like, well, because if he misses six seventy yep. and his tipping point that day was actually six sixty five, guess what? Yeah. You got to rely on his second attempt, which was six forty, which is right. just not going to cut it. Yeah. yeah. And that's what people sometimes watching don't get. It. It's yeah. like, no, I get it. Yeah, like load the bar. That's where he's got to build it. You load just five pounds too much. Yeah. And now you got to rely on your second best, and your second best is not going to cut it in a field like this. Yep. Um, what are you thinking, Matt? I, um, do you guys have a horse in the race? No, we don't. So have you done a lot of scouting yeah, as a I, fan, at least? So, yeah. Adam had actually dropped out uh, before we did our Adam Ramsey, scouting. for anyone listening. So, yeah. yeah. So, as for me, that was one of the ones I kind of took off. Didn't put too much uh, looks into it. But, again, um, just, to, just, to be, uh, just to be difficult, I think it'd be, <laughs> it'd, it'd be nice for Brett to win, finally. But it would also be really nice to see Anwar sneak in the back door again. And really? Have everybody freak out. <laughs> you that guy. You you are the guy. Eh? You gotta be that guy again, huh? I have every confidence. Anwar will be on the podium. Yeah, uh, guaranteed. Because he's gonna be able to put three twenty-five to three thirty-five on yeah. the bar at the end. Whatever he needs to make his move, and body weights are gonna become important, and lot numbers, yeah. and all those sorts of things. But as the best deadlifter of the group. You can best believe that he's going to be on the podium. Yeah. The only reason why he might not yeah. is if he pulls for the win because that's what his expectations are. Like, mm -hmm. like you said, if you're between three twenty and three thirty-five, and you're thinking, "I think I got three thirty-five in me," yeah. but you only had three twenty-seven and a half. Um, so you're pulling for the win. Yep. Uh, so you're going to sacrifice podium placing to pull for the win. Mm -hmm. That's probably. I would agree with you. With that little caveat, I'd add because I think he's going to pull for the win. Yeah. I think he, he's, he's that stud who's like, you know, I'm a world champion. Last, I'm going, if I'm a yeah. world champion, I'm going out, you want to take it from me, I'm going out on my shield. Yeah. yeah. Or I'm going to pull for the win. But you're going to sacrifice podium, my friend. I'm the defending world champion. You're, I got I to gotta pull for the win. Sure. Not to mention, and no disrespect to Kazakhstan, because they don't field a full team. Yes. Uh, they're not worried about team points as exactly. much. Exactly. And so they can kind of YOLO a little bit. Yeah. They can be a little bit more reckless and, and try to, you know, get those goals. Those yeah. th those uh, uh, total medals overall. So I think you know he's going to put on the bar what he needs at the end. It's up to Russell and Brett to make all three squats mm -hmm. and make this cat feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So what are your guys' predictions? Um, I think. I mean, uh, Matt Gary, you probably are. You know, <laughs> you know where I'm going. Yeah, that's probably. <laughs> I can't. I can't bet against my guy. No. 
So, uh, and what are you thinking for a second and third? That does. Do you think? Man. Do you think Anuar upsets Brett Gibbs again? Oh, Brett's gonna be upset. So it's no. I, I love Brett, and Brett, and I've reached out to him several times, and Brett and I do talk, and I, and I. Desperate. I mean, Brett would be upset if it happened to him, not on your. Well, he, he he would be upset if it happened to him, but I think you know, I think he's changed his mindset a little bit. Yeah, and I yeah. I really do. I've seen a little bit of a shift in him. I fully anticipate him to make three squats, even if he has to be two and a half to five under what we think he's capable of. Yeah, and just about building that total. Yeah. Um, he, he clearly cannot afford, none of these lifters can afford to miss, no. uh, particularly a squat. Mm-hmm. If you miss a squat, you're really, really putting yourself on the mm-hmm. so. You know, I, I think um, I think you're 100% right. I mean, behind the scenes, when I was at the last battle in the 83 kilo for the 2017 title, when Brett misses third squat, that opened up the door for Ulan from Kazakhstan to, it really helped him out a lot right there. Yeah, and did. then um, and yeah. then he missed, Brett misses third dead. Second and, remember, and third dead. Yeah. Second and third dead, but yeah. I, and I think didn't he make a, a a jump that just wasn't needed to build? When you're building a total, yeah, he didn't have to make that. And I think his third squat wasn't needed necessarily, but he won a world record. Yeah, his second dead was. Uh, too- so I think I, I I think to an extent we had a Mike Tyson Buster Douglas situation where he he did not. Think the Kazakhstani was that much of a threat? Correct. I think backstage, I heard people go, "Oh my God, Brett might lose," and I was like, "What?" Yep. And we all gathered around and like, "Holy crap, is this happening?" Like, and it's yep. not just Brett who might have overlooked him. I think we all did to an extent. Yep. Um, and uh, so I don't think he's. I think you're absolutely right. I don't think he's going to make the same mistake twice. I think he's going to say, "All right, I'm tightening it up." You know what? I, to hell with the like you had said. To hell with the world records or whatever. I could do that. He's done that. He already has a world record total. Nobody in 83 kilo history has ever totaled as high as Brett Gibbs. If exactly. it's about world records, Brett, you got it. Go for the world title. I yeah. think he's actually going to do that. I think he's actually going to tell himself, build the total this time. So his squat, it's going to be something he's going to hit. If Russell's going to squat a little more, I don't want to battle you out, son. Mm. Take it. I'm yeah. going to build my total because guess what? I'll take you on the bench mm-hmm. and I'll build the total. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to the dead, you're not going to see any kind of silly from my opener to way oh, too far. Hit a dead, I'm going to hit almost every day. And on the third dead, if we have to pull for the win. Yeah. So I picture, and this is what I'm thinking here. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think, Brett, I think Ulan will come in third. Okay. With all due respect for Kuzmin, I don't think, uh, I think. 2013 is not replacing itself. These young lions are just too far ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like over 10 years older than these fellas. He had his day. but So the Kazakhstani in third, in between the battle of Orhai and Brett Gibbs. Huh. Toss a coin. <laughs> it literally is, right? It's, it, it could be that close. It could be that close. Yeah. You know what? I think... And you can't, I can't say if. I have to just pick. Yeah. I think this time Russell puts together a three-for-three three squat day. I think his bench is greatly improved. And I think he's set himself so he can pull for the win. And I'll go out saying that. But um, obviously Brett has got the biggest total of all time for a reason. And uh, I wouldn't be shocked. Put it this way. I'll pick Russell. And I'm not going to play the fence. But uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Brad actually gets the win here because the guy, there's a reason why he's got the highest total of all time, 83 kilo. And I think regardless of who wins, I think there's a really good chance that the world record total goes down in this class. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Mm-hmm. What do you think, sir? Um, again, I think it comes down to how well repaired is Brett. Like, is he, is he healthy? Yeah. 
and then assuming let's if, assume even he if he's at yeah if he's at 100 percent then it's him and russell and then if he can make good squat attempts i like what he's doing with his subtotal that's enough to catch i think and then so i'll give him the edge just on that whoa Going with your boy Brett, eh? And then Russell second. Yeah. And then Ulan for, for the bronze. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, listen, we already said it. If if Russell miss or Russell or Brett miss a third squat, it's probably the other yeah. guys. The other guy has far more room to play, play in the pocket. Yeah. I just don't have to go crazy. Yep. I don't even have to push myself another way. This guy mm -hmm. to make this guy's gotta make some major moves to take it yeah. away from me. Okay, fair enough, fellas. Uh 93 kilo class. What are you guys thinking? Obviously, McLean is in there. 840 kilo nomination, 30 kilo ahead. Yeah. Um, he looks like he's a fairly comfortable lead. Mm -hmm. You know, like, look, it's funny because last year he was the fourth alternate on the U.S. team. Yes, he was. Fourth alternate, truly yeah. a rocky moment. <laughs> yep. You know, he didn't he didn't win the U.S. Nationals. Fun, was, so fun fact: Ellis McLean has never won a powerlifting national championship. But. He's a world. But he's champion. a world champion. So uh, <laughs> so that's another. So that's why we always tell our our, our our alternates to prepare as if you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Particularly the top two. You or might three. be going in. Yeah, yeah, you might be going in. Your number is going to get called. Um, honestly, I think here, I think Alas is going to repeat. Uh, for a guy who came in a fourth alternate last year, I think he's going to start turning into a multi-time world champion. Another guy who's actually a master, still lifting in the open. Yeah. Um, and all you know, the Canada's got a lifter in there. Walters, yeah. you know, he's. C dubs is that, is that him on his yeah. turn? What are you guys expecting here? Um, based on what we've been talking, we've been talking with this coach that he's been working with, and those totals, and I actually he's gonna pull himself up and he's gonna podium. I said that with a pretty high degree of confidence. I mean, he's 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 the youngest guy with those top four. Yeah, his his total is moving fast. Yeah. Uh, no doubt about it. He's in the 800s. That's 790s yeah. old, and it's not yeah. going to last. Well yeah. into the 800s, yeah. He's, he's well into the 800s. Like, he's not going to take 840 like LS. LS would mm -hmm. have to have a really bad day yeah. and start missing lifts. And why, though? Because he's not being pressed. Exactly. So he shouldn't be pushing beyond means yeah. to lose lifts. Mm -hmm. uh, so it would just be a bad day because yeah. something else. So I'm thinking LS is sure lock. Yep. Um, I'm going to take our Canadian boy to take, to take a bronze, I think. And then the battle... You know, as I was telling you before we went live, yeah, I don't know anything about this guy from Egypt. Yeah, I don't even know if he's real uh, <laughs> because every because everything all all the research I've done on this guy sh um, shows that he's a Paralympian bencher. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't you know, and that might be just a popular Egyptian name. Yeah, and so I couldn't find any data on this guy's powerlifting exploits. So he's I think a wild card. We kn you know what you're getting with Coimbra. Uh, from yeah. Brazil, uh, more recently uh, prevalent on the on on the equip scene. Yeah, but he's a good uh, raw lifter as well. He's got the biggest deadlift of the group. He and Walter, mm -hmm. and so I do like Walter to move up, as Matt said. I don't. We don't know anything about this Tarek Hoffman guy. Mm. Um, so it's hard to picture a podium. Yeah, it's really hard to tell. You know, and and for all we know, that could be an equip total. Exactly. So yeah. it, it's really hard to say. But I, I, I like LS, uh, Coimbra, and, and Walter in the top three there. Yeah, I think just based off of what we know, that's probably the easiest pick. Yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. If you would think if he's totaling 810 like that, he'd be on people's radar, we'd know more about him. Yeah. Yeah. And I also look for the world record to go down in this class. And, and, and potentially earlier in the week on Thursday, 
mm-hmm. with Superman Dave Ricks. Yeah. I think so if so if Superman puts together three squats, if he finally gets three squats and hits a world. Has that record, ever happened in, in the eighty five years he's been living? <laughs> so um it, it certainly has equipped it has raw on a, on a couple of occasions, but not recently. Australia last year. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, Susie just chimed in. Uh, In Australia last year, uh, he set the world record in the squat. I I like Dave. If he hits a world record squat, he can possibly break Weir's Bicky's total by hitting just the benches and the deadlifts that he needs. And then it would be fun if LS could trump that later in the week. Mm -hmm. Imagine imagine he actually sets the world record total and that stands. Yeah, that would be incredible. That, yeah. That's like, it's like all it's almost like yeah. he, he wins again. So, right. right. So he could set the world record total earlier in the week. And it's the stands. open world record total. And LS, you know, maybe for whatever reason doesn't total eight forty seven. He's not pressed. He doesn't have pressed. Yeah. yeah. And Cruz Why is gamble? Right. He's got young lions that he's gambling against, whereas yeah. LS is like, hey, I could go all out. No one's gonna catch me and take my world title I'm fighting for in the right. masters, right? So mm-hmm. it's yep. it's plausible. There's a battle within a battle here, my friends. But LS looks up to David Ricks and would have absolutely no problem being outtotaled by Superman earlier in the week. Um, anybody's heard that story. He actually got like teary-eyed talking about how much he oh, yeah. looks up to Superman. Um, so how about the 105s? The battle of the 105s, guys. Fun class. Should we? Okay. So we're going to talk to Garrett Blevins. Should we wait till we have Garrett here? Sure. We can. Yeah. Yeah, like skip over that one and then just come yeah, back Skip up. over that okay. one. 120s. We don't have a dog in the fight this year. Mm. U.S. So, I know Canada does. Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, sitting down talking with Eric and talking with Eric's coach, based on our nominations right now, Eric looks like he's actually pretty much favored to win. Wow. To come in over uh, Amandas and uh, Piotr. Really? That's fantastic. And then, is it, it, but but off the nominations, he looks quite a bit lower. So is this yes. just? Yeah. So this is just talking about his training, looking at what he's done. Because his what yeah. his his actual. I have adjusted totals here, so eight sixty. Yeah. So Eric has hit a nine hundred total before. Huh. So it is previously ah. there. So he came in injured for the last couple of years, and he's basically ah, okay. well, just on the tail sense. end of it at CPU Nationals. Yeah. And that has just kind of been able to coast up. Okay, it made sense. Because for a second there, you're looking pretty biased. <laughs> <laughs> when you're 35 kilo behind, like, oh, obviously he's coming in as the favorite. Um, I was like, yeah, and you have heavy stock in him, apparently. Yes. But no, that makes sense. If he's um, legit hit 900, these gentlemen are coming in a uh, stitch lower at 895, 880. Um, and like, yeah, is I think, I believe Amanda is the one with the massive bench. Yeah, 250 bench. Yeah. Which is a 550 in uh, freedom units. That's right. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, and is it kind of uh, what are you expecting the podium to look like based off of your scouting then, there, Matt? Um, so we have we have Willis with the win, and then and by but just just let everybody know this would be the first Canadian to win in the IPF Classic Open. Yes. So Eric, very exciting. <laughs> Eric could be the guy finally. Yep. He's our guy. And then we've got uh, Poland and Lithuania kind of scrapping it out. I do expect the the open bench world record to go down. It's it's yeah. it's two fifty three and a half by uh, uh, Paluskas from Lithuania. I yeah. anticipate he'll break that. Yeah, yeah. So, break his own record. Yeah, break his own record. Yep. Yeah, he's he's having uh, he posts on Instagram. He's having a hell of a training cycle as well. 
Okay, well, how about the biggies? Um, I think this one actually isn't going to be a crazy scrap. I think Rays, unless anything's going on that we don't know about, and I don't expect you to say something even if there was, but... Um, <laughs> he's healthy and he's ready. Okay, there you go. So, so I'm thinking Ray's probably just going to continue his reign of terror. Uh, Jezza isn't here, which yeah. opens up the door for Kelly to move up from uh, bronze medal finishes. I think he's rallied three bronzes. Um, and I think he's going to take his first silver. Yep. And I think he's pretty far ahead enough of the Estonian unless he makes some major problems. Now, the only thing would be, I mean, if he's chasing certain nice round sexy numbers like the 1,000-pound squat yep. misses, and he's chasing nice round 600 bench miss. Like, if he's chasing certain numbers as opposed to building a total, it's the only way. But even then, 60 kilos a lot to cover. Yeah. Um, and the Canadian coaching staff is pretty, I mean, I think if he misses a certain squat, it'd be like, okay, well, let's start talking exactly. for a second. So yep. I don't see any major scraps here. I think it's going to fall in line exactly as it looks like in the nominations. Uh, Ray, first place, Kelly Brenton, second, mm -hmm. and uh, Simras of Estonia in third. Uh, I don't know much about the other fellas except for I remember the Algerian. He's got the bench world record. The bench world record. And yeah. last year yep. put on a hell of a bench show. So I look forward to that. But do you, do you guys pretty much feel the same way? or? I actually have the New Zealand guy, Joseph Whitaker, totaling around 965, 970. Ooh, sir. And coming in third. Uh, where is the New Zealand? Da, 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 da. I don't even see him on the nomination. Uh oh. Uh, so he may have been dropped he, off. Did he drop off? off? Do I just mind not adjust it? Okay. Or did he drop off? Well, that's good oh, news okay. for you. Cool. All right. Even I'm better for Kelly Britton. Okay. Well, now <laughs> he's got more room to, to maneuver. <laughs> now you're like, Whew. Um, Good. And is there anybody else uh, in the sub-juniors or uh, obviously where he talked about Masters a little bit, mm -hmm. but uh, Clifton Foe. Um, we also have his... Charlie uh, Dixon. Charlie oh, Dixon. Yeah. At 83. So... Yeah, Charlie Dixon is, oh, he looks like a 60 kilo, 62 kilo lead. He's a Sherlock, bit the house, and Charlie Dixon, fearless predicting over here by me. Um, 74 kilo looks like it's going to be a good one, but again, Stephen Leehu, otherwise known as Blake's, got quite the total on some people yeah. there. And your boy at 120, Jackson Spencer. Yeah. He's, God, he's, he's so open. strong. Bless his heart, he's been chasing a gold medal yeah. year after year, yeah. coming in silver, and I think he's sick of it, and I think he's, I think he, this is his year to win a gold. Um, let's take a look here. Joseph Pina. Yeah. Yeah, that should be fun. He's a hell Between of a squad. Him and Luke Richardson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Luke Richardson is crazy strong as well. Yeah, and you've got, so you've got one who's the premier squatter there and then one who's the premier deadlifter yeah and so that's going to be the classic example of Pena just trying that's to it. go Push six it. for six and yeah and force luke to put something on the bar he doesn't want to pull yeah both their benches are pretty close yep both of them are at the crazy biggest bench are solid enough enough to build their total but uh they're only like we're talking 915 and a half and 910 when you're talking 910 kilo five yeah. kilos yeah. Nothing. It's nothing. You will not feel the difference, I promise you, on that bar, right? <laughs> no, no, if you got no, that no. much. So those guys, that's probably one of the best battles right there. Yes. Uh, in the Masters, um, obviously, I think all eyes are going to be on David Ricks. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And um, I don't think there's uh, too much standout to get too excited about. When I'm looking here, uh, Brandon Summers and Gabriel Garcia from Mexico. They're within yeah, five kilos. I'm going to... 
I'm going to obviously lean towards Brandon Summers. Oh, of course. Incidentally, he was one of my mentors when I first got in the game. So be careful of the bias there. And uh, <laughs> 120 plus, uh, Mike Jason from the U.S. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, a massive bencher. Wow. Along with Jamie Groton. Also yeah. a massive bencher. I just seen that. Huh. Getting yeah. chased by his uh, American counterpart. But Jay, uh, Mike Jason is, he's capable. Or Jason Mike, sorry. Yep. He's capable. Yeah, uh, he's capable of some big things. Like he's he's yeah, I seen him double. I think it's kind of touch and goish. Six hundred pounds on the bench, and just dunk a basketball if you're. And dunk a basketball, that. yeah, he's the well, you'll do yeah. whatever. He's, yeah, exactly. Very athletic, yeah, to say the least. Okay, so I think we're good for. Uh, let's grab. Yeah. We'll go to the one hundred fives, and let's get our boy, Mister Blevins, on the line with us. Let's put this on a quick pause. Okay. Yeah, if I if I ever don't respond to anything, it's just because I can't hear what the heck we, you're saying. We, we haven't insulted you. <laughs> so say it twice. <laughs> well, I think my I think my last comment insulted him. He's not responding. <laughs> All right, everybody. So it's the 105s. Um, everybody remembers the battle of the 105s from 2017. Yeah. Probably easily the highlight of the show, 2017. Literally, like, look honestly, just to take you back a second here. Um, I knew ahead of time that that was going to be the big battle. I was doing a heavy push. On, on the Instagram, yeah. um, we had four people who had all broken the 105 world record, all yeah. gonna battle it out, not often you're gonna have that in any of the weight classes. No, yeah. um, literally flip a coin for who was gonna win. Mm -hmm. uh, you had two Americans, um, it was an international affair, and yet one of the characters was Screamer Manuel, so, which is always entertaining, he's gonna make it always entertaining as well. <clears throat> so, super entertaining, cut the tension with a knife, and in 2018, this might be the division to watch once again. It's like a return to the Battle of the Fives. We have, in the cast of characters, some of the same in the sequel. Mm -hmm. Like our guest, uh, who's going to tune in for the 105 breakdown, Mr. Garrett Blevins himself of the U.S. Thank of A. You. Um, thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for coming. And uh, let's, let's, let's take it up. Who wants to start off? A little discussion here. You you want to talk about a little bit of your scouting there, Gary? Sure. And also, how is the coaching going to be done uh, for Team USA, seeing how you have two Americans. So the division of labor uh, is going to pretty much happen like it happened last year. Uh, Garrett is fortunately going to have his personal coach there, Hanny Cesarelli, who's an assistant coach. Yeah. Uh, and Hanny will be uh, right there with Garrett in his hip pocket. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be coaching Bryce Lewis. Okay. And then my wife, Susie, as she's the open team head coach, will just kind of oversee that. But yeah. she, she's not going to necessarily put her foot down unless there's some kind of egregious call that's yeah, going to be made. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think, look, we're all on the same page. Everybody, we worked seamlessly together last year, and uh, clearly uh, we all want the same thing. Yeah. We want both Garrett and Bryce yeah. to make all nine lifts, yeah. to literally knock it out of the park and, uh, and put their best package on the platform. So I'm cheering for Garrett just as much as I'm cheering for Bryce. And, uh, and so there's not going to be any integrity issues there whatsoever. And it's a hell of a one-two punch for Team USA. For sure. Now, I got to think, Garrett, you might be cheering for yourself a little more than you are, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> You're very taking... patriotic, okay? I just care about the nation as long as it's me that's in this top. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Your take is a little bit different. But yeah. uh, So how is it? You guys have developed a little bit of a rivalry with you and Bryce, both Americans. Uh, how many times have you guys faced in competition now? I think it's been probably four times i think three times at nationals and once at worlds last year have been times where we've been in the same flights together uh before that bryce had been in the weight class below me but he came up into the 105s i believe his first year 
uh, Eli edged me out on the deadlift, um, and then Bryce was third. And then the next two years at Nationals, Bryce edged me out on the deadlift both times. Uh, so he likes to do that. They got the poles. I'm trying to work on that, but I'm yeah. still the Mr. Subtotal, and everybody <laughs> else seems to be Mr. Deadlift, especially uh, our, our our Polish friend. Yeah, you know, Becky, Mr. Biceps these days because <laughs> yeah, too big. That's right, Mr. Chisel. Um, yeah, but you guys, have, good night. was it Bryce? Now, did you break Bryce? Was it Bryce's world record when you took it? Um, no, I think. Bryce had unofficially broken Stevens' record at that point, yeah. uh, but it hadn't been done under IPF conditions. I think Bryce did it at a meet in Colorado. Okay, um, I, it may have been a regionals meet. I can't, I can't remember 100, percent but I think Bryce put it at 1918. Uh, Screamer had it at 1896, I think, before that. I came in with an uh, 19, I think it was 1952 at the Arnold. And then Kristoff broke that sh- like two weeks later with, I think, an, uh, something in the 1960s. And since then, I don't think anyone has broken it. Maybe Kristoff at one that was not an official IPF event, but something more local uh, where he had a, a good deadlift. Um, it's every competition, like at Worlds last year, he underperformed a little bit for his third deadlift. Um, all three of us actually underperformed from what we had been uh, looking to hit at Worlds last year. So we'll, we'll see what happens this time. Yeah. So, was, so the world records have been passed around. Um, now, one guy who hasn't had a piece of the world record, actually, so we have two new people into the game now. Yeah. What do you guys know about the Kazakhstani lifter Zalim? He's a bit of a, is this the question mark? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit skeptical of his qualifying total. Yeah. Because all of his raw totals, I know he's done some equip lifting, are a little bit closer or, or under that 850 range, at yeah. least in the database but he can contend for a deadlift medal. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I have on him. I'm not sure if his best total uh, is truly 870. I think that might be an equipped total. What do you think? Is that, is that I what actually I have the exact same thing. His highest classic total is 840, so. Yeah. So what do you think they're Gary? Do you know much about him or? I, I think it's, this is Kumbayev who's coming over. Yeah. Is that correct? It's Zalim Kumbayev? Yeah. Yes, that's so right. I saw his nominated total. Um, He's right in the mix. The, the way it kind of goes with everybody, it's like you were saying just like last year. I think whoever doesn't go nine for nine loses to whoever does go nine for nine. Yeah. Um, and, and Bryce Krawcheck can be in the mix, mm-hmm. I think, if he has a nine for nine day and we're going eight for nine because it's that close. Uh, Kambayev could be right in there. Uh, my, my nominated total is an eight for nine where I missed a 20-kilo jump on a deadlift at Nationals. Yeah. Um, and so my nominated total is actually a little under where I should be. I'm much healthier, I'll say that, much healthier this year than going into nationals, which I almost had to pull out of. Ah. So it, it could be anybody's anybody's run of it and, this year. I mean, it, it's really going to just come down to execution, smart decisions, and obviously I, I would say that the advantage is for the pullers, but I'll try to put my subtotals so far out there they can't catch me. That's the name of the game. And, and I don't anticipate you getting food poisoning the night before either. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watching my food real closely this year. I, I lost about uh, ten pounds the day before uh, Worlds last year, so I was just happy to get my opener in the squat, and then it went on to be a decent day actually. But yeah, but we'll is, try to do better than that. At least 
You're in Canada, so the food isn't a hell of a lot different. Yep. On the flip side, you're in Calgary, so this is Bryce's hometown to watch your food. Watch your damn food, man. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna have to, I need to figure out all his favorite places where the people know him and That's not right. go there. So. That's right. They're like, I think I recognize you. No, you're like, nope, nope, just passing through. I'll, ah, I'll just send my wife place. in with my two kids, and she'll look you know, like she really needs the best food, and I won't even show up. I'll just hide in the hotel, and they won't know. That's right. That's right. You're using your wife as like a tester for food. How do you feel, honey? Can I eat this? I've been waiting an hour you feel okay and then you yeah. can go ahead well that's what we yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's how you got to do it you know she right. sacrifices you got to sacrifice <laughs> for your spouse so you know. like honey we're a team out there. the world's rolling around once a year i i gotta feel like you're not supporting me <laughs> yeah yeah and if it doesn't affect her fast enough then we feed it to the kids and see how <laughs> their weaker immune systems will yeah. let you know quicker it's much more efficient. right it's more that's efficient right. That's right. right. It's all about efficiency, yeah. fellas. Or we're yeah. talking about we're talking to a winner. This I is like the kid's secret. Attitude, as, yeah. as, you know, these are the keys, as uh, some <laughs> of the coaches like to say. Right here. <laughs> these are the keys, right? So, what do you guys think in terms of how they shake up goes? Uh, so, here's here's one thing that we were discussing. Um, Rebecca really has gone a little bit silent now. Previously, yeah. he would hit me up for King of the Lifts and be like, "Can you post this? Can you post that?" Leading into the previous worlds, he liked being in the mix and the talk. Posting tons of deadlifts leading into the World Games was not shy on Instagram whatsoever. All of a sudden, he's gotten really shy. And that's not like it. That's usually, like, he would ask me on my Facebook to post things because he doesn't mind. You know, he's proud as he would be. Hey, if I'm pulling like that, sure as hell I would too. But um, what do you, why do you think he's going all of a sudden to radio silence? And didn't, weren't you saying, was he talking about this might be his last world meet? Did it was... So what's going on here? What do you guys think's going on here? I think he's so proud of his biceps that that's all it takes for him to intimidate us these days. I don't even think he needs to show the lifts anymore. Is Just the biceps is enough. <laughs> he's like, let me, bam, bam, bless you gentlemen. And, and probably the last meet was a pity to us because we just feel so bad when he had that shot. And he's finally up to about the actual top of the class. That he's like, you know, don't worry guys, at least it'll be my last time to, to wipe the floor. So I think that's what happened in that post. It's a little translation problem, but I think in yeah. English that's what he was trying to say <laughs> well said. what do you guys what do you guys think i know you guys scouted the hell out of everybody what could you find like does any of you guys got a mole in poland he's probably dead right now be careful who you send send whoever you like don't send anyone you want back um but uh, what do you guys got i don't know much more than what's been said i mean he exactly. you know stuck his head out at the arnold obviously to do the deadlift but that was equipped yeah and so that's kind of frankly irrelevant irrelevant in this context but to and get, it's dead only, too, so it's yeah, it's, it's hard to, like, when you pull in a dead only at the end right. of three days. I know that he's benched 200, 200 kilos, which is, you know, two and a half more than yeah. what he's showing there on his nominated total. Clearly, he can pull more than 380. Yeah. And so I think, you know, look, if, if you're in his corner, he, he needs to hold serve. He, yeah. he wants to be six for six so that he can name his number at the end. And, and that's their game plan, and, and, and we understand that. And mm -hmm. Garrett has to play to his strengths, which is build the biggest subtotal that he possibly can. Um, possibly, you know, if it's in the cards on that day, uh, you know, Garrett might have a squat world record and or a bench world record to play with. And so those are valuable chip numbers. For sure. You know, very valuable chip <laughs> That's numbers. That's not a bad day. You know, th th those are cards that you have up your sleeve that, yeah. you know, if, if you can play them on that day, you want to try to play them. Because you know that Weir's Bicky is going to put on the bar whatever he needs at the end of the day to win. And so you want to make him as uncomfortable as you possibly can. Thus the game begins, though, 
where uh, gentlemen were Garrett and we've so leading into these class by classes Garrett it's beautiful we got you here because we talked about uh, a lifter that might be in your situation where you want to push that puller to load up the bar more than he could withstand but the flip side is um, you know if you try to get a little greedy and push too far on a squat and miss a third squat and you're like damn it I just went two and a half or five kilo too much now I got to rely on my second squat. So it's one of those tough situations, right? Um, how much is too much? Do you guys have, and I'm not saying give us by any means your game plan, that'd be silly, <laughs> but um, have you guys had a fur, like a scenarios A, B, C, or are you kind of expecting to be ahead so you can't really look at your competition and see where they're at? You got to just rely on the numbers you need to hit. Because to a certain extent, is it an all or nothing affair? Are you telling yourself, I need to either hit these squats and benches, and if I can't, well then, it doesn't really matter at that point anyways. So let's just load up the certain numbers we discussed. Yeah, I, I think a lot of that has to go to lifter psychology as well as the coaches. Um, like the Garys have always been on the side of the people who are going to make the most attempts are going to be most likely to win. Yeah. And in our class, that is so absolutely true. Um, <laughs> It, it then, though, comes down to are you going to push things a little bit to make someone else make a mistake or are you going to, uh, you know, overshoot? And you got kind of that price is right scenario. You better not go over or else you're just out of luck. Yeah. And so what we'll do is I know that I'm capable of, of squatting a world record. The question is, on that day, am I going to be perfectly peaked? Is everything, are the stars going to align? Yeah. Is my focus going to be dialed in? Um, and there are some objective things and some subjective things. I don't really get nerves with lifting. It just isn't my thing. You know, like Ed Cohen would talk about how he's like thrown up in the back every meet. And I'm like, I don't understand that. It is the same bar and the same weight that I train with all the time. Yeah. It doesn't really stress me out. Um, like going up, uh, if I was playing baseball and I was like a batter going up in the ninth inning and it's like you better get on base and hit the runner in or you're like you've lost the World Series. There's some pressure there because yeah. you don't know what pitch is going to be thrown. <laughs> With, with powerlifting, it's always the same pitch. It, yeah. The weight is always the same. Fair enough. And so I don't really get nerves. It's much more about, like, how am I feeling that day? And I'll know in my warm-ups, uh, you know, after having lifted as long as I have, I know what I can do that day. Um, we're going to have to definitely push that line as far as we can. But at the same time, I'm much more of a cerebral lifter where I know what I can do and I'm going to lift within that, uh, that sphere as best I can. Uh, it was like I said at Worlds last year, I missed my third squat. But part of that was also... I didn't expect to get my opener with how I felt. Like I was wow. struggling not to pass out the whole meet. So that whole day had a, a weird element. Anything this year should probably be better than that. Um, bench also is, is extremely consistent for me. I could tell you basically when I get up in the morning what my bench is going to be. Uh, it just doesn't move around very much. So that is not a, a worry. The bigger thing that I'm interested in is where is my third pole going to be. Uh, I pulled 750. It was on a deadlift bar. Um, but I pulled 750 real easy in January and my pole and my hips have never been this healthy. So I'm very interested to see what kind of pole I'm going to be doing. But regardless, uh, as far as we're talking about the one Oh fives, all of us need to be moving up, moving that bar up. There's a lot of young guys coming around. Uh, and we really need to be pushing some bigger numbers. It, in my opinion, if you're not squatting over seven and deadlifting over eight, you're not going to be much of a threat in the 105s uh, in just a year or two. The numbers just keep going up. So it's uh, it's definitely something where we need to make progress, but everybody's got to put on their uh, their best game this year because it is neck and neck, anybody's game. Yeah. In, in terms of um, looking at that where you could have a squat world record, 
when you're in this position, let's say you're close to the world record. Do you ever say, just load up what the world record is, let's snag it? Or do you just say, look, at right now, I don't care how close I am to a world record, load up this number because I feel like this is the number in my head. Sometimes you're tempted. If this is the number you're kind of feeling, but the squat, but damn if that squat world record isn't two kilo more. And you're like, do I just throw two kilo more? We all, what's two kilo? But we all yeah. know eventually two kilo breaks the back, right? So how to, that's yeah, eventually it's there. So it's for me personally, my mentality is in this, you got to take it what meat you're in. At a local meet, yeah. sure, load it up. Doesn't matter. Yeah. At a meet like this where especially for me, my third squad is going to be probably emblematic of how the rest of the day goes. Yeah. I want to make that lift. So I'm going to go and I'm going to say this is how much I think I can do. And that, that's more the route that I'll take. Um, and sometimes, it, even when I say that, we're talking about 100% maximal lift. Anybody that watches my third squats, it, it's on the razor's edge either way you do it. So when I say this is what I can do, what that probably means is like, there's, there's probably a 50-50 chance on it. <laughs> because if I get a quarter of an inch forward out of the bottom of the hole, good luck. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's, it's still, because of the level that we're at, it, everything is just the slightest margin of error. I mean, if Kristoff is a little loose at the bottom of the deadlift and gets pulled slightly forward, he's going to miss that lockout. Yeah. It's going to fly up. He's going to get one inch away, and he won't be able to finish it. And that's true of Bryce, that, both Bryce's. I mean, that's true of all the pullers. They got that sumo stuff going, and there's, like, no margin for error there either. So we're all going to push each other. Um, for me, the, squat, the third squat's probably the most important lift. Uh, whatever it is, I need to make it. Uh, it'd be nice to have a world record, but not as nice as a gold uh, for the total at the end. So yeah. that's always a factor. 100%. Uh, I think, Gary, you were saying earlier, um, I mean, you could break a world record at several different international meets around the, or around the calendar year. Yeah. you got one day to be a world champion. Amen. So just yeah. curb those ambitions. And, and it's, it's probably a little easier if you've already broken world records. All right. It's another world record. I've already been there and done that. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> well said. So what are we thinking here in terms of some of these other lifters? That, how do we see playing out? One thing that, um, gentlemen, you're going to be handling, uh, I think I dubbed him last year Mr. Consistency, if for nothing else because um, consistently through, he might not be the best squatter. Uh, Blevins could have squatter. Yep. Um, sure, Blevins might out Benjamin and Kushtoff might out pull him. But across, and also uh, Bryce Krawcheck will probably out pull him. But across, or maybe, maybe not, we'll see. But across the board, he's consistently at the razor's edge with those fellas yeah. pushing it. You know, and that's that's a very tough to beat in terms of when you're trying to build a total. It's kind of analogous to like the world's strongest man, where he's not winning every single event. Yeah. But he's coming in in the top two or three in each one. Yeah. yeah. So because Bryce is so well-rounded in each dis you know well-rounded and good in each discipline it's just about him putting together you know nine attempts as garrett said and just building as big of a total as he can because he he knows that he's not going to be you know the front dog in any event yeah but just yeah putting the which, right number on the bar which is weird for some viewers to see is be like but i didn't see him win an event yeah but he could win the whole <laughs> like you know it happens like it, it of course that's the way it goes sometimes like often you have a specialist here and there just yeah. pushes it too far we're talking about russell or i with the squat kind of like blevins in terms of he wants that big squat he'll get out bench he'll get out pull but he'll build it up the squat and it happens like that as well but sometimes you have a mr consistency every now and then um, Agreed. Someone who's consistent but definitely a big puller and a new man into the game would be Bryce Krawcheck. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. What are you guys expecting from him? Or let's talk to the Canadian yeah. coaching, actually. Sorry, my man. Yeah. You, let's, let's, you know, when you've done the scouting on his behalf. Yeah. What are you guys kind of expecting, and how does how do you think his day will, will wrap? Well, so the nice thing about what our placements are and what our nominations look like right now is it's actually kind of like it's all on us to go up. Yeah. We have relatively little risk in being aggressive. Agreed. So we kind of get to go on that day, and we get to be as aggressive as we need to be on that day in any left. Yeah. And then we have that big pull in our back pocket, which is nice. So we get to see what's going on, and then we just get to pick that highest place possible. Now, Bryce is no, uh, like, he's been to the World Championships 2016 and took yeah. a silver medal. Yeah. Uh, he's been in the mix before. So yeah. in terms of nerves, peaking the whole nine, he's been around here. Is any of these gentlemen cutting any significant amount of weight for this? Do you do a big cut, uh, Gary, no. for, the, for this? No. I'd st- this is the first year where I actually had to diet a little bit, mm-hmm. but I dieted it down to where I'd, I was within striking distance of a water cut within about a, oh, I was about a month and a half out, and then I continued a very slow, like half pound per week cut to where I weighed in uh, at 231 two days ago, just oh. morning weight. So I'm, I may be like a pound or two, but definitely not messing with anything crazy like yeah. you hear with the 24-hour weigh-ins yeah. or, or some of the other stuff. That I don't know one, I don't know how they do that and perform at all. But for me, I want as few differences as possible. I want my belt to feel the same way. I want my singlet to fit. I mean, yeah, yeah it, it's just all got to be exactly the same. Um, no reason to mess with that variable. It doesn't help that much. Um, and is there anyone else that anybody here knows that cuts that might have those variables? How's Bryce? Did, does he, did he tell you? You guys ask him how close he is? Does he have a cut? Yeah, he's, he's not too bad. He's going to be pretty much... Yeah, He's, not, he's not going to be suffering by any means. Yeah. And I don't believe Bryce Lewis cuts he's, very much. He's on body weight. He's and, ready to roll. And Verbecki uh, was always... Or Verbecki, however you pronounce his name, is always yeah. right on that line anyways, before yeah. he's well under. <laughs> so this that's yeah. like an intangible that it's not going to be yeah. into play. So the, the body weights could come in... Uh, in, in the play for placing, for yes. sure. I mean, that's uh-huh. a lot numbers and that yeah. sort of thing. We, we all know that Kristoff's going to pull last. Yeah. Yeah. No, there, I mean, there's no you know surprise there. But the lot numbers are going to be important, and the body weights are going to be really important. Exactly. So With the battle that close, that's true. Is that almost tempting to do a little water cut just in case, or do you say whatever Not at it is? All. What it is? No, I just want to make weight. I, I, agree. I could care less. I, yeah. If I could weigh 231 or, or 105 on the dot every time, I would. Yeah. I don't play the Wilkes game. That's. Yeah. I'd rather be right where I'm at. Yeah. Is that where you guys look at it? Yeah, definitely not like four pounds under like last year. So. Yeah. Whoa, were you four pounds? It was, Just from that was, nasty. I think I was 227, I think, or something like that, after having to been yeah. 236 flying out there. So how so. rattled were you when you saw what you weighed in? Oh, I knew. I was surprised I was that heavy. That was after eating as much as I possibly could and drinking as much as I could that day to recoup. Yeah, last year. Wowzers. That's pretty yeah. telling. That kind of slipped under the radar there. I didn't realize. Well, so here's I didn't want to complain. You know, you can't you can't go and just say, oh, it's because I was sick. You know, everybody forget <laughs> that guy. Especially you know, say during... He's only held the record twice or whatever. That, that, forget him. Especially <laughs> if you say during the medal ceremony. Hang on a second. Let me get the microphone. I got something I want to tell everybody. That's what I was saying to Kristoff in his ear, though. So not, 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 <laughs> I was up there on the podium. That's why I said. You're lucky I got sick. That, You're so lucky. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'll see you in Calgary, though. <laughs> so that's if ever here's the thing too so we don't know what's going on with Christoph because he yep. went silent and these are like he showed up and I'm not saying anything's wrong but he showed up in 2016 injured in a, in a weight class that he was 
so dominant and end up taking a bronze because of it. That's yeah. why when people go radio silent and things happen, all, like you have one day of the year. And yes. it's so hard when you're a hockey player, baseball player, whatever. You have so many days you can have a, you're afforded a bad day. No one looks twice. It's, yeah. it's the averages. But when it comes down to one day, yeah. you get sick, you walk in there slightly hampered, yeah. and it's anybody's game, right? Agreed. Yeah. So what are you guys thinking? <clears throat> Obviously, we got Mr. Blevins here. So he's here. here I'm, I'm assuming you're going to look towards yourself to win the gold. Uh, anything less would be shocking. Yeah. Yeah, well, it'll it'll be what it is. Again, like I say, like I don't take it too much like a guarantee or not. I have a very pessimistic outlook in life in general. <laughs> there, there are so many things you can't control, and that's where it's like, uh, like if anybody tries to figure out who's the best by who wins at Worlds, it's like, well, what do you mean? Do you mean the best competitor? Do you mean the best at traveling and maintaining strength levels, or the do you mean the father? best as in the actually the strongest guy? Because Man, it's it, it's hard to peak on that day. Yeah. Sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. And going into the Arnold where I set my records happened to be the only training cycle where I didn't have an injury that held me back on one of the lifts. Yeah. And maybe that's what's going on with uh, with Kristoff. And I know Bryce has, Bryce Lewis has battled injuries. Looks like Bryce K is coming off of a kind of a downswing. Um, but he's I think he's going to hit the meat hard. It seems like everything's moving in the right direction right now. But when you're trying to make everything land on that one day, I mean, that's just a different sort of skill, and that's where experience and having been there. I feel like one of the least experienced out of everybody with competing, um, having been in powerlifting, I think, only six years and only at the national level now, I think, for for three. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's definitely one of those things where I don't have expectations of it's going to go this way. The only thing that I expect is every objective thing that I can control, I am going to control. And that's we'll see where the chips fall at the end of the day at that. You know what, a lot of people, it's interesting you said that. I read a lot of like autobiographies of athletes, different sports, and they say, focus on what you have control over. You can focus on your efforts. Anything else, is that in your control? That's it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, you, there's no sense spending a lot of time. Um, it's interesting you said travel. Um, the two Americans, not crazy travel, not too bad. Uh, Verbecki probably has the worst travel coming from Poland. But yeah. then we have the Canadian kid here who literally <laughs> lives in Calgary. Not only yeah. is he living in Canada, he's living yeah, enhanced, he's got, enhanced lifting. He should be docked 10 kilo off his total. Is that not right, though? Isn't that what they're doing? <laughs> that's how it worked. You should be able to appeal to that. So who are you thinking is, if I could put you on the spot here, because we've been picking what we think um, the biggest threats are. Uh, like, especially, like, let's say Matt Gary has a lifter in it. He's going to pick his lifter to win it. But we'll word it as, what do you think your biggest threats are that you're looking at? Um, so you don't necessarily have to say podium one, two, three, but who are you looking at for biggest threats? Primarily the ground beef in Calgary is my biggest threat right now. I just don't <laughs> want to get sick. And I think that's threat number one. Number two is the water. I need to make sure I have clean water. That's going to be important. Whether yeah. I have the water with me on the podium or not, I need to be drinking clean water. Yeah. Um, and possibly some pure cranberry juice. I have been doing this vertical diet thing, Stan. Everything's on it. I don't know if they have pure cranberry juice. So that's enemy number three. I've really got to watch out for uh, any watered down or mixtures of juices, and especially if it's for concentrate. That's that's, that's really important. Critical. That's right. That's right. And make sure nobody from Bryce's camp is anywhere near your food. 
Yeah, Don't go to any of the haunts that he just, goes to. They're just covered in diseases and stuff. So I <laughs> these, they need to stay back. These Calgarians are filthy animals. You got to watch yourself around yeah. them. Yeah, you know? that's right. You know what? You know what? I got to anyway. agree with that. That's a hell of a scouting report right there, isn't yeah. it? Weeks ahead, you them, gotta see where you're gonna. Them's eat. the keys. Them's, them's the, the keys. keys. Yeah, right. What are you thinking, Matt Gary? I think we're looking. Uh, you know, I'm gonna be working with Bryce. I'm, I'm, like I said, the, the the appropriate thing to say is is that I'm pulling for Garrett as much as I am Bryce, and frankly, that's the truth. I think we all know who pulls more, right? I see. What you're <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> I think Watch the wording there. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I, it, it's gonna be. Um, I think we can we can take uh, how how do we pronounce it Zalim? I'm not so sure how 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 reliable his toes are. Yeah, so so take him out of the equation. I'm kind of taking yeah. him out of the equation. I'm looking at these other four here. Yeah, and uh, you know a, as Blevins said here, it's going to come down to who makes all their lifts, mm-hmm. and the person who doesn't is going to literally be behind the eight ball mm-hmm. and kind of probably off the podium for that matter. And so I think there's yeah. there's you know every time you make an attempt. You put pressure on your competitor to make his or hers. And so I think it's vital, you know, you can kind of look at it that way. Calling me a girl now. (laughs) In in terms of controlling the things that you can control, you can certainly control your own execution. But when you go out and make your lift, you put pressure on the next guy to make his. And so I think it's Mm going to come down to, like Garrett said, uh, whomever makes the most lifts is is really going to be you know king of the heap there obviously christoph's got the upper hand in terms of having the final say he's mm-hmm. going to put on the bar whatever he wants but i think uh to my point earlier that we discussed let's make him let's force him to go out and actually pull his third one last year he didn't have to do that and this year i suspect that garrett uh and lewis are going to push him to go out and make his third deadlift now do we think and anything can happen do we think that bryce Krawcheck is in the position how how heavy do you think he could pull in competition? That's a good question. Uh, what's his heaviest so far? He, he had 375 as his third at nationals. But hasn't he pulled uh, in in training? Has he pulled? What's his heaviest? Has he pulled more than that? I don't know about this prep, but I know that he yeah. has. Yeah. Yeah, and that that 375 at nationals was kind of pedestrian. Yeah. I mean. There was some left in the tank. Yeah, he'll have to pull significantly more if he's going to press for the. For yeah, the yeah. And his his bench has come up a little bit, which yeah. is exciting to see. Yeah, I mean, I, I expect Krawcheck to bench over four hundred pounds. Yeah. So, which which is awesome because I know that's always kind of been his Achilles heel. Yeah. But I expect him to bench more, and so if he can put together, you know, his best total, he's clearly going to be in the running, obviously for a deadlift medal. Exactly. But he'll he'll have to pull quite a bit. But that that'll be fun to see. Now, so we thinking that. Because him in a, basically he needs um, either Bryce Lewis, Garrett, or any of these fellas to start missing some lifts to be able to pull into the podium. Is that what it looks like? What does your, what is your, your scouting reports look like? Does he need a couple missed lifts? Because uh, is he with them when it yeah. comes to squats, bench, and, and dead? Exactly. So with all of our totals that we have right now, yeah, Bryce basically needs someone to screw up. Yeah. And then we get to slip in the back door. Is Now, have you thought about... Yeah. Work with me. See where this gentleman's eating. Yes. Okay. What <laughs> yes, is he drinking? Have. Yes. Have you, have you thought about him? lead pipes? <laughs> <laughs> have you introduced him to our orange juice? <laughs> it upsets the stomach. Yes. No. It, does he used to our Canadian pole? Do you yeah. understand what I'm saying? No. Yeah. So, Jared has actually left his Facebook check-ins in, so oh. it keeps popping up exactly where he is. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Yep. So, you better yep. check those check-ins, sir. <laughs> you better Another watch. Key to take them. Nah, that's right. <laughs> watch them. That's right. 
I'm yeah, gonna, I, you I know put what? that phone on my kid and let him roam the streets. You know, right? <laughs> That's right. That's where those chickens are. <laughs> well played, sir. Ah. Well, always a step ahead. Yeah. Uh, you know what? So I think I'm, I'm pretty much in agreement with you fellas here. Yeah. I think um, much like the previous battle, Verbecki's probably in pole position. That's why he's the returning champ. Because yep. he's got such a monster deadlift. However, it'll be up to... Garrett Blevins and Bryce Lewis to amount to a huge subtool to make him have to pull something heavy. Agreed. Now, yeah. if if Garrett can do, I mean, we're talking historical bench and squat, which he's capable of, and then he's got to be reliable on his deadlift. And uh, like you said yourself, it's going to have to be somewhere in the late sevens. It's got to be some some PR territory to push him. Um, that that could be a little too much to tip it over. Just because I'm not excited, it's so I don't know where Verbecki is. Yeah. In terms of Bryce Lewis, I mean, he's Mr. Consistency. Mm -hmm. But again, if Blevins can, uh, you got to build that subtotal, buddy. Yeah, it's it's going to land. My prediction is this, is that whoever breaks the 1980 barrier is going to be the person on the top. So yeah. whatever person does that and puts that date together, I think that's going to be what wins it this year. What's that in kilos? Let's translate from the Freedom Units. Oh, man. Is that about, it's what, like 985 or something yeah, like eight, that? Eight. Or sorry, eight, 895. 897 and a half. Whoa, we're getting okay. close to the 900. I think, all three, I think all three of these guys could, could break the world record total, which is currently yeah. at 890. Yeah. I, I, in fact, I, I think there's a high probability of that happening. I yeah. do not see Garrett missing two lifts like he did last year. Garrett, uh, no pressure there, buddy. But uh, no, <laughs> Thanks, he's, he's 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 not going to get sick again, uh, and and he's going to execute well. And I fully expect Garrett to make all of his lifts. He's going to really push this thing to the to the to the edge. And on the Canadian front, um, if ever, because we got a, we got a horse in the race here. <laughs> and what I like, man, he's he's a hometown kid. Yeah. You know he's fired up. Of course. You know when you walk out there and you got the hometown crowd. And like when it was in Belarus. How many of your friends and family are going to show up? When it's in your hometown, everybody you know, and this is the biggest battle, so if you're going to get hyped up and pull something out of the hat, and he's a huge puller, yeah. so he won't be pulling last. We're going to assume he's not going to be pulling over Verbecki, but he, can he pull, out pull, uh, yeah, he's probably the second biggest puller, no? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By, by I think he shot. pulled oh. a 775 or something like that in training, Three, a 350 kilogram he pulled, with reasonable ease. Yeah. So he'll be the I think he can break eight hundred. I don't it was it I don't know where he's at in the eights, but I think he could. Yeah. Like you say with the hometown advantage and the people cheering. Yeah. That could be part of it. And I see him as slightly emotional lifter. He's listening to some crazy death metal. He might try to kill us all afterwards. <laughs> I don't I don't know what's going on there. But yeah, it could it could push him over. And here's the thing, he doesn't have any travel, he's eating his home cooking, oh, yeah. yada yada. It, it just makes life so much easier. Huge advantage. Uh, yeah. When, yeah, when you, you have no time zone differences, etc. Yeah. But, um, so I don't know. I think we're all pretty much in agreement. Uh, the man on top, the king, is the man to beat. But he's somewhat got a little silent on us. <laughs> and he's not saying much. And my man here is saying a lot. So we... <laughs> So we'll see. Um, you know what? We'd love to have you back on after the battle's concluded and get your thoughts on it. We'll, we'll see. If, I, if I'm, you know, off the podium sitting <laughs> yeah. with the stuff Bryce gave me, don't come talk to me because I only have bad things to say. That's right. That's right. You're going to be the guy that got my chicken. I didn't see it coming. He was, I went to KFC. He was reliable. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Any? Uh, do you have any uh, parting words you want to say or any sponsors or anything you want to thank before we let you go? 
uh, one thing I would say is I just uh, I appreciate the Garys and all they've done. Uh, they've helped out a lot. I'm looking forward to seeing Hanny up there. Uh, a lot of great coaches. I know the Canadian team has a lot of great coaches as well. I appreciate the support that you've given uh, to the sport and promoting it. I know we really appreciate that as we see more and more um, kind of the spotlight coming on the sport and it, putting some of the athletes out there. There's so many people coming up. It's only getting more interesting. And while the 105s are close, there's going to be other weight classes that are going to be just the same yeah. in just a little while. Um, even nationals this year at, in the U.S. is going to be insane. Uh, Bryce and myself might both be out as new people are coming up that might even be stronger than us. So yeah. if you don't know who they are, check that out. Um, for anybody listening, continue. If you're on the fringe of the sport, get more deep into it. It only gets uh, SBD has been really cool. I'll say that they've uh, paid for the airfare for all the athletes uh, in the U.S. So that that was a big thing from them. It seems like sponsors are starting to see a little bit more value in their uh, their athletes. So I would yes. say thanks to them. And I hope that everybody has their best day because I certainly don't want to win um, if somebody else really does get sick or is yeah. banged up. Yeah. That's you know if if Kristoff comes out there and and pulls like eight sixty or something like that and one of us wins, that's not a real victory over him. Yeah. And I sure hope it's not his last one so that we all have a chance to go toe to toe at our absolute peak and see who's at the top. Yeah, and like you said, peaking is a tough thing. I mean, for everyone to be on peak is is so is so difficult. But when it happens. And as a sports fan, you get to see it. Like, that's what everyone wants to see. I'm, yep. I, they asked me, I think somebody was asking, like, when I'm picking the sessions, because I'm doing the commentary again this year, they're like, uh, I remember last year it was the 105s. They're like, do you, what, what session do you want to do? Do you want to do 105s? Because someone else wanted to do it. I go, hey, hey, whoa, hey, whoa. I'm doing the 105s, man. Like, that's it. Like, that's not a discussion. And uh, this year's going to be the same. Um, good luck in training, my man. All jokes aside, stay healthy. And uh, I'll see you up here in Calgary. Excellent. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Hope you all have a good rest of your day. Blessings. You, you too, buddy. Have a good one. Nice guy. See, this this is exactly what uh, you would expect from a lot of guys. They're always good guys. It's hard to root against them. Yeah. Hey, it's hard to root against anybody in this. Um, hell of a preview show, fellas. I think. Yeah, no, that was is good. there any parting shots that you, you guys want to throw out? I think we covered it. We pretty much hit it. I think so. We were fairly thorough. Yeah, another 120 minutes. I'm glad we uh, chopped it up. All right, everybody. We hope you liked it. Um, enjoy the World Championships. Uh, we'll probably do a wrap-up, or we will do a wrap-up episode. I'll check with these gentlemen's uh, schedules in the future. Uh, no pressure. I mean, we got time. But, um, yeah, by all means, shout us your picks. Um, we'll be posting the lifts as they come in. Thanks for listening, everybody. You got anything you want to think or anything? No, sir. I'm good Yourself? to go. No, I think we're pretty good. Okay, yeah. guys, tune in until next time.